Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tech Witch, Episode 101, Pilot. Written by Trey Livingston. Story by Damian Taylor. Narration by Caitlin Martin. A grove of jagged trees form a protective cavern around a large, sturdy book. The wood is black, burnt. The leaves are thick and boldly green. The book sits open. There are numerous lines and etchings on the pages. A disembodied voice begins to speak. The voice. War is natural. Boom. Leaves fall. Boom. Branches snap. Boom. The protective cavern is breached by a massive fireball of neon magenta energy. Several more blasts eviscerate the trees, seeming to awaken them as they try to reseal the gaps and protect the book. Outside of the cavern is a desert battlefield. Gray clouds emit lightning over an array of robotic giants that descend upon the book. These robotic creatures are biological, alien with shredded metal skin like shiny rock, possibly a precursor to lithium. Their bodies are full of cracks where the magenta energy can be seen flowing through them. These creatures are the tech. The voice. No matter what anyone would have you believe, war is not man-made. More wooden creatures emerge out of the sand with roots that spread out and spring more similar type beings to life. They're more humanoid in nature with sleeker bodies made entirely of the same dark wood that protects the book. These creatures are the witch. The voice. It's in our fate. The witch hold out their hands. The air around them swirls with green mana energy conjured from the earth. It envelops them before they focus that energy on the tech. They blast back the first wave, only to see a second wave approach. The voice. No matter how you try to outrun it, avoid it, prevent it. The witch charged the tech. Both sides collide. Green mana and magenta energies fire and burst. Everything turns white, then fades to a much more pixelated world, where the tech now look like armored soldiers and the witch like humanoid green aliens. The voice, it can still show up. At your front door. It's a video game played by Lowell Matthew. 
He clicks rapidly at his controller while a machine in the back corner of his apartment scans the pages of an ancient book, one that looks almost exactly like the one seen in the protective cavern. Lowell battles away. His cell phone dings. A new text from Brigitte comes through. Where are you? We're outside. It's time to go now. Lowell looks away for only a brief millisecond, leading his on-screen character to get eviscerated by the enemy. Lowell. Ah, crap. He tucks his phone in his pocket and grabs his keys in his wallet. Runs out the back door with his coat, but doubles back to the scanner. Looks around. Something's missing. He takes his coat off and throws it on top of the scanner and book to cover them up. Brigitte. Where's your coat? It's frigid. Moments later, Lowell gets in the driver's seat, while his twin sister Brigitte gets in on the passenger side. Lowell. I needed it for something else. Brigitte. Something else? Coats are single-function items. They... He gives her a look. One that makes her understand. Brigitte. Never mind. Brigitte's friend Kylie gets in the back. Kylie. I don't think it's too bad outside. Lowell. Uh, hey, Kylie. Kylie. Hey. Happy birthday. That makes Lowell smile big. So big, it makes him pause. Yeah, there's definitely something going on between those two. Brigitte. Can we go now, please? The trio finally arrives at the Hall of Witches, a great sprawling hall full of intricate detail and design that pays tribute to their witch origins, going back all the way to Salem, to when their ancestors were more tree than human, and even further to imagery of the witch. Lowell, Brigitte, and Kylie rush in, Two stern adults, Xavier and Luna, are there. Arms crossed, stares glaring. They've been waiting a minute. They walk in stride with the children, everyone knowing exactly where to go. Xavier. Ceremony started 15 minutes ago. Luna. We know not much is expected of our family, but do we have to prove everyone right all the time? Brigitte. Well, thanks for the birthday wishes. You know, for most parents, the birth of their child is like the greatest memory of their life. Luna. Move it. Kylie. Hi, Miss Turn, Mrs. Matthew. Xavier and Luna. Still tense. <sighs> Hi, Kylie. They hurriedly enter the impressively large atrium outside of the ceremony room. Lit only by torch, there sits a tiny bell hanging from a staff in the middle of the room. Brigitte and Kylie adorn ceremony robes and join their place in line with several others on the far side of the room. Lowell stays back by the entrance. Xavier. What are you doing? Lowell. I don't need to join a ceremonial test. I know I can't pass. Luna. You're from a long line of witches. Lowell. And we're the duds they make watch the archives while everyone else grows trees out of their fingertips. I got other stuff to do. Xavier. If you're digitizing any more of those pages... Lowell. What? No, I have a new client that needs a, a credit tracking app programmed. Xavier. Do the ritual. This draws the attention of the Elder Council, who all, except for Kylie's dad, Jean Williams, are watching from the mezzanine above. Lowell. Get it through your head. They don't want us here. They want us in the closet, making sure no one burns their books. Lowell storms out just as Kylie steps up to the bell. She holds her hand up to it and makes it ring as though the wind pulsed through her hand. Jean smiles. Brigitte approaches, holds her hand up the same way, 
concentrates. Nothing happens. Jean's proud smile now turns into a condescending smirk. Xavier looks over, definitely having noticed it. Jean. Welcome new witches and warlocks. Please join us for the master ceremony already in progress. A massive door opens before the new witches. Inside, a group of master witches and warlocks conjure a dazzling display of power that shows levitating water turned to fire, to air, to sand in a massive hurricane contained to the room. The new class rushes in like they've just been granted access to a free concert from their favorite band. Kylie remorsefully looks back at Brigitte, who remains behind. She thinks about staying back, but... Kylie. Yes, father. Her father's cold voice forces her inside. The door is shut. Xavier and Luna take each other's hands, sad for their kids. Meanwhile, Lowell is playing the arcade version of the game he played at home. Some other guys around his age, Tug and Chad, approach from behind. They invade his personal space, but Lowell stays focused on the game. Tug. Wow, playing Earth War 4? How last decade of you? <laughs> Lowell. Who talks like that? Tug. What'd you say? Lowell. I'm playing a game. Piss off. Back in the ceremony room, Brigitte sits alone in the middle of the hurricane. A tiny pile of sand by her feet. She kicks it. Kylie enters. I came back when I saw your parents leave. They looked pretty upset. Brigitte. Oh, you know, nothing like confirming the prophecy that you're the only family in your lineage without any abilities. Kylie. How are you doing? Brigitte. I'm fine. What the hell good is ringing a bell with wind from my hand anyway? Oh, uh, congrats to you, though. I... I didn't mean anything by that. Kylie. You may not have powers, but your family's role is just as important. Brigitte. Maybe I should be like Lowell. He's fine not being a part of all this. At the arcade, Tug and Chad poke Lowell. Snap their fingers by his ears, even throw popcorn in his fro. Lowell is focused, but grows angrier. Jean lurks above the rafter shadows of the ceremony room. He creepily spies on the women as Brigitte grows just as angry as Lowell. Brigitte. Maybe I don't want any role. Brigitte's anger boils over, explodes into a full-on replication of the master ceremony, emanating solely from her. It knocks Kylie off her feet and fills the entire room. Kylie screams. Brigitte does too. A boom. The energy collapses in on itself, a reverse explosion. Jean scrambles to his feet. Jean, in shock. It's her? Brigitte helps Kylie sit up. Kylie. Are you okay? What kind of magic was that? Brigitte. Lowell. We need to find Lowell. In the arcade, Lowell lies on the ground, unconscious, covered in dust and debris. Smoke fills the room. He coughs. Opens his eyes. Tug and Chad scramble to flee behind him. He looks up and sees two robot soldiers from the video game standing before him. The arcade game itself smashed to pieces. They cock their laser blasters, charging up with electrical hums as they aim the barrels right at Lowell. To be continued. Continued. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.